This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Hey everyone, I wanted to let you know what's been going on lately because you may have noticed there have been three interviews in a row without a solo episode from me. I know that's a little off for me, but there are reasons for that. Um, A couple of which are, I recorded a ton of interviews in the early days of the pandemic in 2020, and I wanted to try and get some of those out to you sooner rather than later. So that is why I did the episode with Mike Brennan, as well as the episode with J.J. Barrows-Newton. I had one come in between that I normally would have been the one doing it with April Tribe-Juke dealing with domestic violence and in honor of the Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which October is. And that one I just thought was so key and so important to get out there. I wanted to make sure it happened in the month of October. So that's why that happened. But fortunately, I am getting back to doing solo episodes, and I am wrapping up the F6 formula today. So stay tuned. I think you're going to love it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue podcast. I am your host, John Hewlin. So happy you decided to join me today. As you probably heard in my mini-intro, we are wrapping up the F6 formula today, and we are talking about fun. I'm really excited to share this information with you, but before I get to that, I want to mention one thing, and that is the lifeblood of any podcaster are the ratings and especially the reviews that we get of our shows. So if you haven't done it yet, would you do me a gigantic favor and wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or, by the way, you can also hear us on Amazon Music, so check us out there if you haven't, but wherever you listen to us, please, ratings and reviews, so, so key, so important. So I'm asking that of you. I appreciate you doing that for me. Now let's get into it. Now I have to let you know that today's topic, this whole idea of trying to improve in this area of life, fun, it gives me fits sometimes. Or to say it another way, sometimes I am so preoccupied with work, growing and expanding my various businesses and trying to grow as a person and a leader that I forget to have fun. Can you relate to that? I suspect many of you can. Now, over the years, what I thought of as fun has changed. Let me give you an example. When I was younger, I used to get so pumped for watching my favorite teams. Some of my teams happened to be the Kansas City Chiefs, the Kansas City Royals, uh, Team USA when the Olympics are on, that kind of thing. Now, it's not that I don't watch and root for them now, but it's not an obsession like it used to be. Uh, when I was younger, I was so into it and got way too emotionally involved. 
Can any of you understand that? I mean, men, many of us do that. Many of us have done that. And I know that it has cost me in the area of relationships because I've done that. But as I started to evaluate my obsession with sports, specifically my teams, I started asking myself some really important questions. And these were the questions I asked myself. Will my life change if they win? And then I changed the question just a little bit. Will my life change if they lose? My answer to both of those questions was a resounding no. What about you? Is that your thing? Can you relate to that? Maybe it's not sports. Maybe that wasn't your your bugaboo. Maybe it was the hobby that you're into, whether that be golf or rock climbing or racing cars or whatever it happens to be. That thing that you're doing, is that going to change your life for the better? Yes, some of the things that you're doing hobby-wise may be good for you physically, but they are they good for your relationships? Because that's what we're talking about making our relationships better, making us better as men so that we in turn can be better for those we care about, those in our personal lives and those in our business lives. So I want you to know that over time, I started to slowly change my priorities. I started choosing instead to invest in those people, those things that would bring me the greatest joy and that would allow me to have experiences that I hadn't had before and to ultimately improve the relationships that meant and mean the most to me. Now I want to mention here something that's really important. I want to talk about something that is a killer to all relationships and especially your relationship with your spouse. And that's when you stop having fun together. Or said another way, date night. Now, don't get hung up on my verbiage here. I know some people get hung up on it. It's like, well, you know, our schedules don't really work out right, so we can't always have a date night. That's not it. It's not about the time of day that you're doing this together. It's that you're doing it together consistently. That's what's key. So one week it may be a date night the next week it may be a date day it could be a date afternoon it could be a date breakfast it could be a date whatever consistency is the key there gentlemen it is the key and i will just tell you now i want to mention these three so if you have a chance to jot these down these will also be in the show notes just so you know but three killers of fun in marriage are you ready for these here they come killer number one busyness Who can relate to that? Making yourself so busy with stuff in life that you actually don't live life. Did that hurt? It should have. Number two, boredom. Yeah, I said it, boredom. And that doesn't have to just be in your marriage. It can be boredom with certain aspects of your life or your entire life. I've been there, guys. I know what that's like. I've had that boredom. It sucks. It's terrible. I hated it. I know you hate it. Let's do something about it starting today. All right, and killer number three, complacency. Yep. Where you just stop giving a crap. That has to be over, guys. It has to be. If you want your lives 
to be all they can be. You have to stop not caring. You got to be caring. You got to care about things. You got to care about people first. That's the most important thing. Caring about people is the most important thing. Start with those in your closest inner circle and work out from there. Care about what's important to the people around you because then they know you care about them and you're interested in them and not just what you want. All that I just said was a nice little aside. It really wasn't something I had planned to say, but I thought it was important, so that's why I included it. So, let me tell you this. Or, let me ask you if this sounds like something you can relate to. If date night happens at all in your household, your spouse is the one who plans out everything and you just show up. Does that sound familiar? I suspect that it does. Because I know when I was married, that's exactly how it was. Uh, We had challenges on many levels, but certainly doing date night was one of them. Part of it was because we worked different kinds of schedules. I worked during the days and at night, and my then wife worked during the day, so it made it really difficult for us to find a time to be together. But honestly, guys... Even saying it now, hearing myself say it, that's just an excuse. We find time for what's important to us. And I didn't learn until it was too late to make date night, date day, date breakfast, date whatever, a priority. Don't be like I was. Learn from my mistakes. That's the whole point of me having this podcast. That's the whole point of me writing the book that I'm writing. That's the whole point of me reaching out to you. Coming up with this F6 formula is to help you. That's what I want to do. I want to help you be better. Because you can. You can get better at relationships, guys. Don't believe the false narrative that tells you that, first of all, you don't have feelings, you don't have emotions. That's crap. Don't believe it. It's not true. And second of all, that you can't get better when it comes to relationships. That the day you get married is just where you are in that relationship. Uh Uh-uh. Because you change as a person over time. Period. You just do. Well, in your relationship with your significant other, with your spouse, you change as well. So learn to adapt your changes. Make them better. Because not all changes are for the better. So Make a conscious effort to be better because when you're better, your relationships get better. I promise you that. It definitely happens. So, having said all that, knowing that many of you can relate to exactly what I just said, I'm going to say this. That kind of thing, that way of doing date night, that if it happens, she plans it out, your significant other plans it out, guess what? That stops today. That is over. Guess what? Now you own it. Date night, date day, whatever term you and your significant other are using, you are the owner of it now. You are the one that is responsible for figuring out what you're going to do. So you're figuring out the date. You're figuring out where you're going to go. You're figuring out how you're going to get there. If you have children, you're making sure that they are properly taken care of. That's right, guys. I said properly because I know some of you out there, and some of you will be like, oh, we'll just leave them alone at home, have the TV on, and that's good enough. Nope. 
proper care for your children is important. And that does not include newspapers on the kitchen floor with a water bowl, a food bowl, and another bowl to go to the bathroom in. You think I'm exaggerating. I've heard stories. Trust me, I have. So don't do that. So you're getting everything planned out. So all your significant other, your wife, your spouse, whoever it is, all that person has to do is to show up and look great. That's it. That's the goal. That's what you want to do. All right. Now, I already know how some of you are thinking, and I'm going to get pushback from you. So I'm going to push back into your pushing back. But here's your pushback. Some of you are thinking right now, all right, John, in theory, that sounds fantastic. I love that idea of me being the one that gets everything planned out because that was the kind of stuff I did when we were dating. But now that we're married, you know, it's different. Or it's, you know, when we were dating, you know, I was the one paying for stuff and she didn't pay for it, so she didn't know or he didn't know or whoever your significant other is didn't know. Let me let you in on something in case you don't know. That person that you dated knew exactly how much money you were spending. So don't think that person's stupid because he or she is not stupid. So now that you have a pool of money that you're coming from when it comes to your date night, date day, I offer this. Figure out what is the best thing for you right now and budget for that. So if it's really not in your budget to have extravagant dates, then don't do extravagant dates. In a moment, I'm going to give you some ideas for fun dates that you can have. So get ready for those because they are awesome. Trust me. And they're not all of them. I'm just giving you a handful. I think 15 of them is what I'm giving you. But And I've got many more that I can share with you. But the point is work within your budget. But I'm also saying in that budget for this. It is important. It is extremely important. And when it comes to you being the one planning the date, you have to figure out the frequency that works for your relationship. For some people, it's weekly. For other people, it's multiple times a week. Some, it's once a month. It's whatever works for your relationship. And then you stick to it. You don't change it. Now, I will give you an out with that. You can change it if you both come together and mutually agree that even though our date is supposed to be Thursday night, and it's been every Thursday night for the last three years, this week we're changing it because of a particular circumstance. But you both have to agree to that ahead of time. So it's ironclad, it's in stone, it doesn't change unless the two of you come together. So for the most part, it's set. So now that it's set, now that you've got it figured out, you figured out where you're going and what you're doing. When you're on this date together, when you're having this fun together, this is super, super important. Couple things. First one, you are tech-free on your dates. I didn't say you can't bring your phone, but it stays in your pocket, in a purse, in the car, wherever. And might I also suggest, guys, because I have one of these, I have an Apple Watch. So that's also another form of electronics. Wear a different watch or don't wear a watch. Because I know there's a way to turn it off, but it still kind of flashes back on, and it's it's very distracting to me. I know it is. So if it's distracting to me, I'm pretty sure it's going to be distracting to you. So just wear something else or don't wear that. 
And if we need to talk more about fashion, I will bring Rain Parvis back on and we'll talk more about fashion. In fact, we are going to be talking about holiday fashion with her very, very soon. So be looking for that episode coming out in the near future. All right. Now that we've said that, you are tech-free on the date. Next thing, here are things that you do not mention on the date together. We're not talking about these things. Things like work, the kids, finances, other things like that. The day-to-day stuff that you live with every single day, we're not talking about that. I'm like, okay, John, if we're not talking about those things, then what in the world are we supposed to talk about? I'm glad you asked. You're going to talk about things like your spouse's hopes and dreams. You're going to talk about your hopes and dreams. You're going to talk about what you want to accomplish together as a couple for the rest of the year. For the next one, three, five, ten years as a couple. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be when your kids graduate and they're out of the house and it's just the two of you? Where do you want to be when it comes to retirement age? Now, I'm just using that as an example uh, just to be very candid with you. I don't view myself as somebody who's ever really going to retire. Um, There's too much of an entrepreneur inside of me to retire. I just have too many ideas, too many things I want to do. So I don't see that happening. But um, that's certainly something that you can talk about is how you want to get there uh, for retirement age. So my notes are kind of jiggling here in the background, so I apologize for that. But the most important thing for you to do right now is to rediscover fun and to do it together. So I mentioned a little bit before about some killer ideas I have for you to have on these date nights, date days, whatever they happen to be. So again, if you like some of these ideas, great. If you don't, you know, hit me back with comments. And let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear some ideas that you have and that we could share with everyone else. And this is a great opportunity for me to drop something on all of you. If you're really digging the stuff we're doing here on this show, besides the fact that I love it when you give ratings and reviews, which I do, and they're very helpful to help get our show out there to more people so they see it more frequently, so they check it out. And they can get some benefit from it because that's the whole point is trying to help folks because that's what I'm trying to do here. But in addition to that, in the not so distant future, I'm working on something and coming up with a membership community for us. That's right. A membership community where I'm creating a course based around this whole F6 formula. And we're having membership available where it's a private community, not Facebook community, a private separate community where we are together, we can be on there, we can talk, we can ask questions and not worry about whether or not the things we're talking about are considered appropriate or not for a particular platform. We will be on our own separate platform. It's something I think is needed so desperately for us, guys. I really do. And it's a place where we can be real and raw with each other and to help one another. And that's what I want to do. Details are coming. I'm just letting you know about it today. So, back to it. 15 killer ideas to have fun together on a date. So here we go. Number one. Now this one's not so much of an idea for a date, but go with it for a second. Keep a running list of ideas or things to do together, and you both contribute to the list. So important. Keep that growing list. 
unless there's anything you have like inappropriate ideas, like you don't want your children to see kind of inappropriate, I would keep the list like, actually, I would keep a few of them, like photocopies of them and like put one on the kitchen refrigerator put one up like in your bathroom that sort of thing because anytime you come up with an idea you can write it down because I don't know about you but when I get these ideas I get them and if I don't get them out right away they're gone so that's what I would do if I were you all right number two take a walk in your neighborhood just something as simple as taking a walk in the neighborhood Mm. remember I told you for those of you who worried about money on the dates I just gave you a free one That's right. I said free. Taking a walk in your neighborhood. Number three, have a picnic at a local park. Now, that one's not free, but guess what? You can use the food you already have at home, and be sure you make something your significant other, your spouse likes. That's key, gentlemen, because if you're making something that only you like, it's going to be a terrible meal. So make something that your significant other likes. Number four, get a soft serve cone at McDonald's for a dollar. That's right, one dollar for a soft serve cone. I checked the price today just to make sure that's how much it was. So today I'm recording this, which is October 31st, 2020. That's right, happy Halloween, everyone. And this is going to come out this coming Tuesday, which is election day, November 3rd. So trust me, you're going to love the results of this much more than whatever happens there. So check out the show then. All right, number five, exercise together. Man, that can be so much fun when you do that. It's just a way for you to spend time together and you're getting healthy together. Can't think of much better than that. Number six, cook together. Now, part of that cooking process, and again, it can be a lot of fun to do this, includes the planning of the meal and the purchasing of the ingredients. Just, you could make a whole day of it. It could be so much fun. Just plan something super fun to cook together, and you guys will have a blast, I promise. All right, number seven, redecorate together. I'm sure that if you've been together for a while, at some point you've looked in a room or several rooms and said, oh, I'm so tired of this look. We need to do something else. Do something else together. Plan it out together. Figure out what you need to get. You don't have to get it all at one time. You can get it piece by piece. If you guys like antiquing, you could do that for a day. Go antiquing together, find a cool piece, put that in the room, and eventually that room will be transformed. There you go. Number eight. Learn to dance together or take dance lessons. If you're anything like me, you're not a terribly great dancer. You are in your head. You are when you're alone. But when you're in front of other people, you're horrible. So maybe that could be something fun to do together. Just take some dance lessons together. Learn to do a dance or several different kinds of dances together. Number nine, read the same book and discuss. Now, my suggestion on reading the same book is that you have two copies of it. Because if you're anything like me, when you have a book, you write in your books, you dog ear pages, you highlight stuff. Some people get into that and other people hate that. So rather than worry about that, and you guys could be at different places in the book and it can be confusing, so just have separate books. It'll work much better, I promise. Number 10, take short trips away together. Yeah, just a short little, it could be a day trip even. 
you get the kids dropped off at school, you guys go someplace relatively close by, something that's maybe an hour away from where you are, have fun together, and then come back in time and surprise the kids, picking them up from school, maybe even a little bit early, and go do something fun with them. Um, so short little day trips or short little trips that last no more than two days together, lots and lots of fun. Number 11, volunteer together. You could do that at church. You could do that picking up trash at the, your local park. You could do that by feeding the homeless. There are a myriad of ways that you can volunteer together. And it's not what you do. It's that you're doing it together. Number 12, find an arcade and play old school video games together. Oh, man, that could be so much fun. I mean, you could find, you know, places that have like Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or Galaga or something like that and have a blast doing that. Now, I realize for some of you, I may be dating myself. And just to be clear, I am 50 years old. So I remember those games and they are a ton of fun to play, you know, and not that you can't play them like if they're on your TV, but there's it's not the same as if you're standing up in front of you know the full-size video arcade game and going at it using your full body to move the joystick. Tons and tons of fun. All right, number 13. Pretend you are a tourist in your own city and go on a city tour. Now that sounds like a blast. In fact, I have done that now just for myself, not with anyone else. But that's a lot of fun to do that, to go in your city and pretend like you're a tourist and just do the touristy kinds of things. It's just a lot of fun. You know, make a day of it. Go to all the fun touristy kinds of places, you know, eat at some of the one of the really one or two of the really cool places in your city that you love to go to but maybe don't get to go to very often. Do that kind of thing. So much fun. All right. Uh Number 14, take a bike ride together. Again, kind of fun. Get you some exercise. Get outside. Get that vitamin D from the beautiful sun glowing on your skin. Oh, so much fun. Just enjoy being with one another and spending time together. And finally, number 15, plan a date to one of your favorite restaurants. A nice sit-down kind of place. And on the way there, I want you to stop by some stores that carry clothing you both like. Try on new things and create an entire new look for one another, together of course, and then wear your new outfits on the date. Now come on. Guys, I know that may sound a little scary, but it's actually not. It can be a lot, a lot of fun to do that sort of thing. If you just allow yourself to get into it, it can be so much fun. For those on a budget, I have an alternative. The alternative is to go to a thrift store and create a fantastic ensemble for one another. And actually, I might encourage you to try the thrift store anyway because it can be more challenging to create those killer outfits that way. But sometimes you can end up with some really cool pieces doing that. So that's what I have for you today. The F6 formula, talking about fun. Find ways to have fun. Build it into what you do. And as you do that, as you start to experience that fun together, 
it's going to make your relationship so much better. And it will bleed over into your relationships with your kids, if you have them. It will bleed over into your relationships with other family members. It will bleed into your relationships with your friends, with clients, with potential clients. I realize I haven't talked a lot about entrepreneurship today, but I can promise you, it all starts at home. All these things start at home, all these six areas. And as a reminder, the F6 formula is faith, fashion, fitness, food, friendship, and fun. Those six areas. When you start to work on those six areas and you start to get those better, guess what? The crap show that is your life, i.e. the F6, as in an F6 tornado which is total devastation and leaves nothing behind you get to turn it on its head you get to change it you get to turn that f6 into be your superpower of blessing and grace that you're bringing to others as you do life with and around them so make fun a part of your life now and when you do that everything starts to change Thanks, Thanks so for listening for to Relationships and Revenue. Really love and I'd love to get you your guys. thoughts on the show. Ratings and reviews would be Two awesome. Two ways you can Appreciate do that are to give us got a any thoughts and or connect with me on social media. Future you episodes you'd like to hear me John tackle or Thanks potential again for listening that you would love remember, me to have on the show. Passion gets you started. Send me a direct Purpose message. Let me know. Have a great and day. I'll definitely get back we'll to you about you that. Time. Again, thanks so much for listening today. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.